Hey y'all, welcome to FaceTime Chats, where you get to join in on our weekly conversations as we discuss enduring life as a human, living with humans, and taking care of our human selves. I'm Anne. And I'm Stephanie. And today, we're going to talk about our holiday traditions and our naughty and nice list. Ooh, that sounds fun. All right, let's start with traditions. What kind of holiday traditions do you have? Well, so decorating used to be a part of my holiday tradition, and I would obviously drink and listen to Christmas music while I did it, or I would watch a Christmas movie. But I will say I've been not a humbug these last couple Christmases, but I've been more humbug-esque than I ever have, I think because it's just me up here, and my apartment is not configured for a good spot Mm. for a Christmas tree. And so for the last two Christmases, I have not decorated, and you know... You were the decorator the day after Thanksgiving. Yes, absolutely. But I also will say that I have enjoyed not having to pack all that shit up in January. (laughs) You know, that's very true. There is the annoyance of taking down the decorations for two reasons. It's work. And second, it's kind of depressing because then once you take out all the cheer and decorations, it's like, oh, all right, this is bland. What kind of drinks do you have? Like, So there's one particular, well, I guess two particular drinks that I save for the holidays. One is eggnog. That's not really me saving it for the holidays. It's just a holiday beverage, right? But I mm-hmm. love eggnog. I have to stop myself from drinking it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to drink but so much, I guess. But I love eggnog. I don't That's know so why. Because I, ju- I, I can't bring myself to like it my dad loves it i love it but i've tried it i'm just like it's like a weird thick milk yeah but i don't know why i like like i but you know what i love horchata and when i go to the mexican restaurants, oh yeah and it's so good so Mm -hmm. it makes sense that i but it's the i guess it's the um the thickness Mm -hmm. makes it kind of milkshakey but not quite milkshakey and then the the spices like cardamom and nutmeg and cinnamon yeah. i don't know it just i do like the spices but yeah. i would rather have that on like an egg white cocktail okay fair enough well, i could actually also get down with an eggnog martini <laughs> mm. they are out there they are absolutely out there so okay do you like white russians then i do like white russians okay. i don't typically okay. i don't like order white russians but like yeah. I know one time um, one of my girlfriends and I just decided to have an impromptu hangout that turned into a sleepover because we just drank a bunch of white Russian. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny because her boyfriend is a cop, right? And so he was out on his beat or whatever. And we ended up calling him to bring us Bojangles because we were obviously we were drinking. (laughs) We were like, you know, it would be good Bojangles. But we're both too drunk to try. <laughs> and I assume this is before things like DoorDash. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It just, this is what happens when you're oh. <laughs> two drunk bitches are like deciding that they're hungry and trying to like problem solve. And I'm like, well, you know, your boyfriend's a cop. Just tell him to bring us some uh, Bojangles. So number one, that was a bit of a abuse of, of taxpayer dollars to be like, be a delivery service and bring us Bojangles. But it was worth it. It was really good. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So, but I do have this wine that I like to save for the holidays. Oh. And it's um, it's a chocolate wine. Oh my God. Yes, it's good. But it's a red wine. It just has a chocolate finish. And it has a it's legit... Like a, like a port? No, it's not like a port. It's like a mm. cab. Um, and it is, re- I think it's good. Now, um, other people might not find it good and that's fine, you know, to each his own, but I like it yeah. and I like to drink it for Christmas. For some reason, it's just like, for me, this is like a Christmas drink. This isn't something that I have anytime. So like I have one now that I've had actually for a few years in my wine rack. I'm going to take it home this year and, and drink it. If you, anybody, if you're interested in purchasing, it's called the chocolate shop. It, I get it from World Market. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's like 12 bucks, I think, okay. a bottle. Yeah, not worth bad. Worth a try. Sounds like it's worth it. It's worth a try. And hmm. I, that's what, when I first got it, I remember, like, I was like, let's see what this is all about. Because any other chocolate wine I had gotten 
was actual chocolate. I just didn't like that. But then I'm like, so this is a red wine, but it's chocolate. I don't know, but I'm going to try it. And I've been rocking with it for years at Christmas time. So I have my yeah. chocolate shop wine and decorate. Just this year, I just didn't decorate. Mm, no, that sounds delicious, to be honest. Let me see. For me, uh, wine and gin or tequila. Just, just whatever. Uh, yeah, just whatever I'm kind of feeling. It was just typical <laughs> of any day. I will say, though, this year um, I did experiment with some fun holiday cocktail concoctions. Uh-huh. Um, and I bought a pomegranate liqueur. I've made this mixture of uh, gin, a little bit of pomegranate liqueur, either orange juice or an orange liqueur like Cointreau. Uh huh. Yeah. It's so good. I'm so glad I finally bought it. It's delicious. Let's see. I think those are the main ingredients. I did add uh, Saint Germain to Perfect. one of these trials. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a great addition. That floral oh. touch with those uh, fruity flavors just like it's so good. Perfect. So I would shake that up, strain it, and try it that way. And as a cocktail alone, it's delicious. Then when you top it off with Prosecco, adds that nice little bubbly touch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my favorite holiday movies. Mm-hmm. That I, now, listen, when I say I watch these for Christmas, I definitely watch them for Christmas, but I also watch them all year long. I don't care. <laughs> so Last Holiday is like my hands-down favorite. I love that movie. I've talked about it before. You have. It is. I- don't need to watch it it's such a beautiful film and it just it's quaint it's sweet has an amazing message and it's cute it's not really a holiday movie like it's called the last holiday because the setting happens during the holiday season but it's not about the holidays at all and i i just i love that you know it doesn't feel like a holiday movie but it also does feel like a holiday movie kind of like the family stone Mm-hmm. where it's really about the family. It's just set during the holidays. Yeah, and I feel like there's quite a few movies out there that are like, this just happens around the holidays, but it's not a Christmas movie or holiday movie. But I still, they still count, in my opinion. Well, Last Holiday will, I mean, just forever in my heart, it, I don't care. It came out in 2006. I will still be watching it in um, 2600, you know, when I'm turned into a clone that lives forever. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Um, and then, of course, Elf, because it's Elf, like, does. Yes, of course. That's yes. also on my list, Elf, every year. I, I still have to watch it this year. Every I need year. to watch Elf, and I need to watch Home Alone. But those are my two that I watch every year. I love, 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 love. And I don't watch it every year, but Die Hard is also on the list. Die Hard's an this, interesting choice now. I've not heard Die Hard on a, on a holiday movie list. It's a Christmas movie. It literally I, happens all around Christmas Eve. There's a Christmas party. <laughs> and then the terrorists come in. And then John McClane has to save the night and save everyone. Yeah. But now that makes me think about Trading Places, which is similar. Like, it's, yeah, it takes place during Christmas. Mm-hmm. But it's not one that you think about that's a Christmas movie. It's hilarious. My God, it's hilarious. I have to remember what that one is. Let me look that up real quick. So that's Eddie Murphy and um, is it Dan Aykroyd? And 19. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Oh! Eddie Murphy. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Is this the one where he like switches places with a millionaire or billionaire and then he was in a, ju- like a, a jacuzzi and he was like, man, if we wanted a jacuzzi, we had a fart. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh my God, Jamie Lee Curtis. Damn. And her boobs were amazing in that movie. That, man, damn. When Jamie Lee Curtis was damn, she was damn. Mm, she really was. That's awesome. That's so <laughs> interesting, the, like, movies that are, like, your go-to Christmas movies that you don't think about aren't really about Christmas. Yeah, that's very true. Another thing that I do a lot of the holidays is eat. Mm-hmm. I love to eat. A matter of fact, like I'm, my family group chat earlier, my mom was texting and asking, like, what did we want on the menu or whatever? And my sister had let her know that she went ahead and bought a turkey. And she was like, but we'll need to get, you know, some shrimp or some um, salmon or something so that Anne has something to eat. 
And I text back and I was like, listen, finding something to eat is not going to ever be a problem for him. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to worry about making sure Ann's got something to eat. I'm going to definitely have something to eat. I love that my sister is so thoughtful now that, you know, I am vegetarian, really more pescatarian because I still eat fish. Um, mm. She's really conscientious about making sure that there's something that I will eat, which yeah. I think is so sweet. That is awesome. But I am also perfectly happy just eating sides, like just having the cabbage and mac and cheese and rice and gr- like, I'm totally fine with only eating those things and you know, nobody has to make any um, special choices. Mm-hmm. But one special food, my uncle makes these candy quick cookies. They're so yummy and they go so fast. Now, what are candy quick cookies? So the candy quick cookies, what he does is he takes the Ritz peanut butter crackers, like the mm-hmm. peanut butter sandwich crackers, and then he gets candy quick, which is sort of like fudge, you know, in a block, and then you mm-hmm. melt it down. So he gets candy quick and melts it down or whatever. And then he folds the peanut butter crackers into the candy quick so Mm. that coated in candy. And then inside is the peanut butter cracker. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he always gets the white chocolate. And so it's white chocolate coated peanut butter crackers. Oh, my God. That does sound really good. Or not, if you want to be festive or whatever. But when I tell you that those things are like crack, (laughs) I definitely inhale like probably four at a time. Like I'm like, let me go ahead and just swipe these right here. Mm Kind of like my sister's deviled eggs. My sister makes some of the best deviled eggs. And I I just love some deviled eggs. Holy shit. (laughs) God. It's like I never think about deviled eggs until it's at a party or event. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, deviled eggs. Let's go. Mm-mm. You, so what about you how about any food traditions let's see for the holidays the two right off the top of my head are sausage balls mm-hmm. and marinated mushrooms oh my god oh. i will eat up the marinated mushrooms with a fucking spoon and drink the dressing it's so good mm-hmm so there's like a, it's just, it's a pretty simple recipe with sausage balls. And I think it's more of a Southern recipe because it, you know, came from my granny. It's just bisquick, sausage, cheese, and egg to, for the bonding agent. Kind of play with the ratio with whatever you want. Do you want it more biscuity or you want it more sausagey? You take your pick. And the marinated mushrooms are just like a little can or jar of button mushrooms, Italian seasoning or Italian dressing, excuse me, and capers. And you just dump them all in a bowl. I love it. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. So Uh, the wine bar that when I lived in Leland, the wine bar near me. Oh, yeah. Would put caper berries on the their charcuterie boards. Mm -hmm. So caper berries are like these big, like fig sized. I guess they're fruits, even though they're not sweet. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's basically just like a big caper. It tastes just like a caper, but they're big. I think I remember, because you, when you and I went to a wine tasting or something, there was that weird big old round thing on the plate. And I'm just like, what the hell is this thing? Mm-hmm. And it was that's delicious. Mm-hmm. That's probably was it, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I love that. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's just kind of basic Christmas foods and snacks and cheeses. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm getting a honey-baked ham this year. Oh, I'm going to go pick that up tomorrow. The hell fun. Just bringing myself this year. I also, nice. you know, let everybody know, even though I, I'm typically, I don't play Santa, but I just love Christmas. So I'll always shower everyone with gifts. But this year I was just like, it's going to be a giftless Christmas. I just mm-hmm. want to enjoy my family and friends. Well, mostly just family. I don't plan on visiting because it's COVID, which is also yeah. why there's not gifts, you know, because mm-hmm. it's COVID. So we're just going to enjoy and treasure one another, you know, because it's a blessing that yeah, that's a, we're that's able a to good be idea. I look forward to just lounging in God. my pajamas, which I, <laughs> I bought these extra large men's uh, sleep pajamas. Oh, yay. That have elf quotes. I love them. Oh, my God. I so love it's... pajamas so much. I don't know why I'm not wearing, I don't know why I'm wearing jeans right now. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't know why either, girl. It's <laughs> not fucking night. 
I know it's, it's insane. I, sometimes I put on jeans to be like, no, I need to, I, like, I have things to do and things to talk about. I got to like get in that mode. And that means putting on pants. <laughs> so to wrap up the 20, the 2020 year, I thought we could reflect back and prepare our naughty and nice lists. Yes. So to start, let's talk about who's on our naughty list. Well, first of all, Trump and the Republican Party. Gosh, I refuse to even put Donald Trump on this paper. Just, it's, it doesn't even have to be on there. It's just Cheeto and the right, you know, (laughs) know, yes, Cheeto and the Puffs. Yes, it's, and it's not to say, disclaimer, I'm sure there are, I, I do commend the Republicans out there that have seen what has been happening and they're like, wow, this is messed up. I want to specify Trumpists and the cult following and the Proud Boys. That is who is on the naughty list. And not even the naughty list, the shitball list. Yeah, I'm going to vote the whole Republican Party. I'm going to vote that for the same reason why I I buck against the not all cops are bad cops refrain. Mm. And this is why. Because within your group, if you are protecting or making excuses for the bad behavior of others within such a group, mm-hmm. actively doing so in order to maintain this like public front, even though you know what's happening is harmful to others in the community that you have been elected to serve. You're just as bad. Are you're you're not helping, you're being complacent. Yeah. That's not okay. I would like to know I like I do Part of me does want to meet someone who perhaps still kind of considers themselves like conservative, but they're like, you know what? I I do think of myself that way, but I don't agree with all this shit that's happening. Like, this is all fucking garbage. What are they doing? I hate this. You know, I if someone is out there that is like that, I I would not mind talking to you and picking your brain. But you know, when it when it comes to to your point, people who are elected and are in a place of power, or specifically cops, what you doing? Yeah, now when I say that, I guess I'm saying Republican Party politicians. I'm not just going to be coming for half of the American (laughs) (laughs) Unless you are still one of the ones that are just in place and voted for him a second time around. And are outside being like, now he won, he won, there's fraud. Right, but like you can ignore those people because they haven't been elected to do anything. They're just, you know, your neighborhood crazies, fine, whatever. (laughs) These are people that have a duty to serve the country. And so that's my issue. So, yeah, they're they're 100% on my naughty list. Big ol' shapoopy. I'd like to add depression and anxiety to this list. Yes. It's just poop. Like, calm down. I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to you right now. Anxiety and depression. I'm going to need you to calm your fucking shit down. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. I'm tired. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> promise y'all we did not get hot before we started recording. <laughs> I just drank a lot with my work before this. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yes, depression has definitely been, depression is always trash, but it's definitely been trash this year. I think because for those of us who have diagnosed and even undiagnosed depression but like you know you got depression and you should probably get some help for it we've also been experiencing the total social depression of being in quarantine dealing with the pandemic dealing with worries about contracting the virus watching the shit show that is our political leaders on the tv supposedly giving us information etc And that's really frustrating. I know that I've had two severe depressive episodes in this time. And it's been, I mean, during that time I was really nervous and scared. But of course I was in touch with my therapist. But it's just like, who needs that? Mm -hmm. I'd love a break from it. So I feel like depression, definitely the naughty list. I agree. And and similar, I I think I get a bit more anxiety versus depression. But they, they usually do tend to go hand in hand. 
and it creeps up on me. And I, I know I'm in a bit more of a fortunate situation where I still have a full-time job and can work remote. So it's like, I kind of have that distraction that can sometimes get my mind off of things. But at the same time, sometimes it's like, damn, you guys, I'm tired and you're being very demanding of me right now. We're all still in a pandemic and this is a lot on our minds. Can we please take a break and not have a meeting every five seconds? Yeah. And every now and then it just kind of sneaks up on me and it'll hit me. And I go to bed and I'm just like, why am I crying and freaking out right now? Like, nothing. Like, oh, you're stressed out. Okay. And yeah, you haven't really addressed why you're clenched and t- like tense and nervous all day. Yeah, 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 it sneaks up on you and it sucks. Isn't it interesting when you realize you've been like clenched mm-hmm. unknowingly? Like times where I've had my jaw clenched, but yeah. I don't do it until I unclench. And I'm like, have I been squeezing the shit yeah. out all day long? Good God. That happens to me with like my shoulders. Like I, I, it's almost like I sit here with my shoulders like up by my ears and I'm like, why does my back hurt? And I'm like, okay, push. I have to literally like make me and myself force my shoulders down. And I'm like, oh, yeah. am I sitting like this all day? Like a hunched back fucking goblin? <laughs> yes, I am. I am. Well, on a personal note, let me say that I officially, deci- not officially decided, but yes, officially decided. I don't know. I came to a realization weeks ago that... Dating is trash. Mm. Fuck these dudes. I need a break. Why is it that I have to just put up with so much bullshit just to find like somebody who is smart and and fun and interesting and curious and endowed in such a way that both of us can actually enjoy what we're doing together? Yeah. Um, so I decided... I'm done. I'm done. And I feel like I just want to put many, many of these men on these dating sites specifically on the naughty list because they're not forthright. They're dishonest. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess in some capacity it's playing the game, but whatever. Fuck that. The game can go on the naughty list too, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it really can. Yeah. When you're over 30, nobody has time for that. Like I have responsibilities. Let's cut through the bullshit. So for real, it's like at that point, it's like, why can't you just communicate and be honest? And we would waste way less time. Yeah. Just stop. I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. Honestly, sometimes being on your own is a very satisfying and rewarding thing. So (laughs) but also I'll say that men in general this year, no, before we continue, not all men, whatever. Oh, we get it. We know. But I have a unicorn. I know. I get this. Men in general have really just been walking around with audacity, and I feel like <laughs> we all need to just have several seats. Okay. <laughs> yeah. From the dude from Wall Street Journal or whatever, I think that came for Dr. Biden because oh she's not a doctor. I... So somehow on earth, that means she's not a doctor. What are you talking about? What the fuck is wrong? I cannot even with this fragile ego that some of them have. I, I can't even believe that that was written. And they were like, oh, no, it's an opinion piece. So it's like, okay, well, then mo- maybe monitor what people are publishing. Well, and don't have stupid opinions. Like, how are you <laughs> <in> academia? <laughs> you <laughs> and you're drawing issues with someone having a doctorate. Get out of here. Because no, you're mad for what? Stop. Because you're a doctor and people will always assume a doctor's a man. It's real confusing and I can't take it. Bitch, shut the fuck up. It's only confusing to stupid people. It's not confusing to the rest of us. Confusing to misogynistic poop pants. God, why am I saying poop so much tonight? The same with like <laughs> Tory Lanes and his alleged, so I guess we people don't come for us, his alleged having shot Megan the Stallion and then really trying to just like played off like nothing but also like there were so many men that just like caped for him and i was like are you are you, you're joking right you're you're joking so we're fine you know to be sex symbols or or homemakers which is nothing wrong with being a homemaker that is a dream of my life i can't wait to meet somebody who can make me a homemaker but if we're not doing those things then we're a threat to you and somehow not human enough to be respected Help me understand, because I don't get it. There's nothing to understand. 
just misogyny. But yeah, also, the, whichever, um, maybe it was in a New York Post, but I forget, but they came out about the, the with an article. The headline was like, ooh, EMS workers has racy photos on an OnlyFans in an attempt to, quote unquote, make ends meet. And it's like, fucking leave her alone. Like, how about the scandal is she is an EMS emergency worker and has to have two jobs. Exactly. To make ends meet. That's pretty fucked up. And I know that there was a teacher that I think got let go because she had an OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's trash. First of all, pay these people enough that they don't have to have, don't have to go online or go seeking out alternate means for income that you might disapprove of but then at the same time these people are adults in america and they can do what they want even if they were making enough money if they just decided they wanted to have an OnlyFans account and put up a bunch of sexy pictures of themselves that is their prerogative yeah stop criminalizing sex work like that like it's Um, stop it the next group on the naughty list are the mayors the police chiefs and sheriffs of america and i am going to specifically shout out chicago and dc just because of some recent shit that happened Uh but i'm collectively addressing the mayors of america the police chiefs and sheriffs of america for so many reasons Mm. a this mask mandate back and forth, some people making it required, some people not, which I guess in this case could also be governors. But regardless, um, I saw one sheriff was like, well, I'm not going to enforce it because blah, blah, blah. That's stupid. You are commissioned to protect people's lives. Mm-hmm. You are not commissioned to enact your own opinions on a community. You get to do that in your house where you have either paid the rent or the mortgage and those four walls And however much land belongs to you, you can do what you want there. But when you have been elected or hired to protect a community, that's your job. Agree or not, you do that. Don't do things that violate people's human rights, but you certainly do things that protect people whether you like it or not. And for mayors to not be keeping their heels on the necks of these police chiefs, I'm over it. Mm -hmm. I think it is absolutely absurd that we are still seeing videos and we are still reading about accounts of police gone wild and not hearing about these mayors bringing the hammer down. The police chief reports to the mayor. As far as I understand, the police officers report to the police chief. And if the mayor is not coming to the police chief and telling them to clean up their fucking act or their heads will be rolling, then what is the problem? And just like I said before, If you're covering up bad behavior by bad people, you are also bad, whether you like it or not. And covering it up means turning a blind eye, not speaking out, not making demands that if this so-and-so person or that so-and-so person is not removed, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, fuck this blue wall of silence, all these things. It's not as difficult as I feel it's being made out to be to restore community faith and community servants, as long as community servants would serve the community. So that's that. Um, Chicago and DC has been fucking wiling. So recently in DC, the proud boys came through twice, two different weekends. They came through reach fucking havoc. (sighs) downtown dc yeah. stabbing people beating people up did Attacking we see black churches and taking down their black lives matter down. signs it's, it's not disgusting. even just black church any church that has because there's churches that aren't black that have those signs mm-hmm. too but yeah tearing all that down did we see police officers in the street on horses with raid and riot gear mm-hmm. and gas? where were the rubber bullets at that no. point where was they the military police at that point? The they were nowhere to be found. We're up and down the, the street tearing things up. Shame Just on DC PD, or I guess it's called what? Metropolitan PD, um, or I don't know, Metropolis. I live in Virginia, so I, they don't come out here. And shame on the mayor 
for allowing that to happen. Mm -hmm. And then in Chicago, this poor woman, the police invade her home. They went to the wrong house to serve some sort of warrant. They, they bust the door in using that like rammer thing. She's naked because she's in her own fucking house. Yeah. They hold her in, they put her in handcuffs naked, have her there in those handcuffs naked for like an hour before they let her get covered. Then there's videotape of one officer talking to one of the lady officers about, you know, helping about the lady getting dressed. And the lady cop's like, so what, you want me to help her get dressed? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? What is... Like, you're... First of all, all of you just fucked up royally. And you're being so indignant about the fact that this lady is in her own house naked and, like... You literally shame. just traumatize this woman and exactly. you're gonna act like that. Exactly. So I just, you know, like... The naughty list should maybe just be called the fuck you list instead. But they, because, I, I think you're right. It really should be. Because that's really what this list is. Because wow. Just that's, wow. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. And, and it's I, like when you see this stuff. I, I don't. It baffles me. You know what? The added people on this list are the, those that look at this and look for excuses. Like, well, did she comply? Exactly. Fuck you. That's not nothing. Nothing. That does not even fucking relate. They went to the wrong damn house yeah. and put the wrong woman in handcuffs. First naked. of all, I'm not complying if I mm. am naked, just got out of the shower in my own damn house. Y'all busting up in my house. Um, So I don't have the time for any of your, like, she was, and bless her heart, she's a social worker. Like, she was so upset, and she was yelling at them that they have the wrong house. They're still running around in her, and it's not like her home was huge. There's all these officers in there looking around. There's, like, maybe three or four rooms in her home, from what I could tell from the video. So, it didn't, (sighs) shouldn't have taken very long at all for you to figure out that you were fucked and that you did go in the wrong house. And then they tried to, to, um close her door or help her door stay closed because they had broken the lock <laughs> with a fucking ironing board. Oh my fucking God. In an end table. And that's supposed to help her feel secure in her own home where a, you just busted in and now anybody can bust in because you broke the locks in the middle. Of the like night. how is anyone supposed to feel safe when police just bust in and do this to you? Like, please do the math for me. Cause it don't add up. Mm-mm, not at all. Good God almighty. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's definitely the fuck you list. Yeah, I think it's a fuck you list instead. Mm-mm-mm. And I, again, like, if you kind of watch this stuff happen, and the stark fucking contrast between peaceful protests from injustice, from groups of people in black communities asking, hey, please stop killing us. Mm-hmm. And then Proud Boys literally stomping around, being brats about the election, stabbing people, destroying property, burning Black Lives Matter flags and everything like that. It's like, um, do you not see the difference? And they had military like, police for one and not the other. White exactly. supremacy is at large. How do you not see that? And, they and if you can't see that, then you're they, also on this list. Right, exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well let's calm our nerves yeah we need some nice lists the only other naughty thing i had was people who think that friday meetings or lunch meetings are okay but i think that is a bit more like a naughty list not a fuck you list it is kind of like really Really? On Friday, especially if it's Friday afternoon, that's a fuck you list. Like, I'm like, I had three days in a row with three lunch meetings, and I'm like, can I not? Can 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 I live? Right. God. All right. Let's go on to the nice list. Yes. We need, we need to pick me up. We need to pick ourselves up from all the ranting. So, mm-hmm. okay, I want to start with grocery workers and delivery workers. <gasps> yes. Y'all are heroes. Y'all are amazing individuals. God bless you all. Because I'm telling you, anytime I go to the grocery store, I never see a worker that's just like not busting their ass, trying to stock materials, help people get us checked out, you know, Mm -hmm. reminding people of distance and stuff like I'm just really, I don't want to say impressed, but I'm just so... 
it makes me feel proud of them, but it also yeah. makes me sad that they don't get the recognition, like so many people in service yeah, that are truly serving, don't get the recognition that they deserve. And I know that I order delivery quite often. <laughs> I could only, I know that that's a, a privilege that I have that I can afford to order delivery. And I know that it is something that God has blessed me with the ability to do. But I try to be a blessing to my delivery workers. Like, first of all, you never don't tip. You never mm-hmm. don't tip. And I try to make sure that my tip is always like 20 or 25%. Because, man, they are all over town bringing people food, bringing people groceries. I saw somebody ordered Starbucks one time. I was a little bit annoyed about that because, first of all, like, <laughs> come on now. Oh, but I, I mean, I get it, but also, like, come on now. Like, I, but I order things like dinner. I don't really typically, I don't mm-hmm. ever order like coffee. Yeah. Anyway, I just feel like grocery workers, delivery workers, y'all are amazing. A round of applause for you all. If I could give you a medal of honor, I feel like you deserve it. They really do. I, I second this nice list edition because they really are wonderful. They have to deal with people all day. Some of them anti-maskers, some of them jerks. Yes. But, uh, you know, even, um, you know, frontline workers and emergency workers and health workers um, you know, I went to the doctor's office the other day and I was around quite a few nurses for a visit to the doctor. You know, it's not always the funnest thing, but they were so sweet. They were so positive. They were so nice. They were joking around with me, being wonderful. And it's like, how many old crotchety, grumpy people do you talk to every day? And here you are still being so sweet and wonderful to me. Thank you. Like, I'll, I'll, like I did everything I could to be like, I'm just going to be kind to you as well because you have a hard-ass job. That is a hard-ass job. I can't even imagine. And and same with grocery workers and delivery workers. I'm thinking of um, one of our mailmen. We have a, a male, male guy who walks around with the bag and delivers door-to-door. It's, it's fucking adorable. But he delivers packages early in the morning and does like two or three rounds around the neighborhood he delivers packages and then he comes back and delivers mail or he'll do like two trips of packages because there's so many packages. Everyone's ordering packages. Yeah. And he did knock on the door one day because he had so many packages and one of them wasn't scanning. He's like, hey, yeah, just making sure you're home. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to get all these out before 8 p.m. So, you know, the tracking is saying it's supposed to be. You know, it's just like, oh, God, done. Thanks. Like. It's like, yeah, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. It's like, I, it's like, I want to be like, it's okay if it doesn't. Because I know he's going to be like, I mean, you know, it's also my job. I have to do that. But yeah, I was going like, to say, there's some so, kind of record keeping or something. Yeah. So part of me is just like, I want to do something this year that's like a tip to him. Whether it's, I want to say an Amazon car, but at the same time, maybe he hates Amazon from all these orders that he has to <laughs> deliver. <laughs> But like yeah, we want to tip them would, and tip yeah. our garbage workers. Yeah. And just I don't know. It's I'm so thankful for them. Yeah. And anyone with DoorDash or Uber Eats, like you guys are thank you. Like <laughs> I'm definitely thankful for my Uber Eats just yeah. because I Uber Eats probably definitely once a week I Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. Um there are some weeks that I do it more than others because if I'm like I have the energy to cook, then I I cook all week long and I might order Uber Eats on the weekend. But like this week, I was I was too busy to be thinking about cooking, so I ordered probably every day. Yeah. No, I hear so that. yes, but yeah, and the healthcare workers of America as well. Um, mm-hmm. you guys are definitely on the list. I mean, if anybody is busting ass, it's the healthcare workers, oh the teachers, the grocery workers but man healthcare workers are really taking the brunt because yeah. they're packed to capacity they're giving care or trying to help people be comfortable because they know that this person is not going to live mm-hmm. so not only covid patients but patients who have all other ailments as people are still having heart attacks y'all yeah you know like there's still the regular ailments people are still having babies yeah which is not an ailment but <laughs> Things are still happening in the healthcare world alongside COVID. 
And I just want, I just have to speak blessings and honor and admiration to our healthcare workers. Mm -hmm. And I got to give big ups to Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. I have developed a newfound crush. <laughs> Fauci is a beautiful 80-year-old man that I would just absolutely be happy to have as a sugar daddy if he was ever interested. But I know that he's happily married and I would never <laughs> do this to his wife. <laughs> but I just love that Dr. Fauci refused to take any shit. You know, like he just yeah. was like, if you're going to fire me, fine, whatever. Like, I'm not going to take your shit. And I'm not going to feed the American public or the global public um, misinformation or lies. And I appreciate that. And he has he's really come out on top. Um, I think that Time magazine, as they historically have, did a terrible job on their selection of person of the year. Um, But, you know, no shocker there. Who did they pick? They chose Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And they make oh. Dr. Fauci guardian of the year. What does that even mean? Guardian of the year. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Okay. I mean, Joe Biden, with all due respect, you know, all Joe Biden has done in this year is win an election. Yeah, like, give him a bit before you give him that award. Let's see what he does with it. Give it right. to someone who's already done something, like Dr. So Fauci. Him, like, defeating Trump in the election is not person of the year status accomplishment yeah like these healthcare workers that are on the front lines saving people's lives or enduring the fact that they have to watch people lose their lives and their loved ones can't be there like really doing hard work or even like the woman who oh oh shoot i wish i had learned her name before we got on here but that invented the vaccine there's a person of the year oh yeah or not invented, I don't know. Yeah, she invented the vaccine. It doesn't matter. That person gets person of the year. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you know, have some time to show us whether or not they're people of the year criteria, but it is what it is. I'm not the CEO, editor-in-chief of Time Magazine, so. Um, Corbett, Corbet? I, I, forgive me if I mispronounce, but Kismikia Corbett. Corbett, I think it's Corbett, yeah. Corbett, okay. Yeah, that's her. She should be fucking woman of the year. Absolutely. Oh, time. You're on the naughty list. (laughs) (laughs) Magazine, you're fixing on the fuck you list. Mm -mm. So my next addition to the nice list is this guy on Twitter that I follow. I don't know his real name. His name on Twitter is Stance Grounded. And that's at underscore SJPeace underscore. And he is a social activist that brings awareness to violations of human rights that happen globally. And he cuts no shit with anybody, and I love it. So I follow him. He keeps me aware of what's happening, especially things that are not happening in the United States, because being in the United States, you know, we aren't necessarily getting news from other countries. And so I can see what's happening in other places through him. Um, He's a worthwhile follow for sure. But I just want to put him on the nice list because he's doing great work by giving voice to so many who are in need. And he offers, I guess, the unaware like myself he offers us information that can help us help others and so i feel like you know he's doing a great thing with his twitter page i'm not doing shit with my twitter page except like ranting and raving and and being a basic bitch so i'm always adding like always admire people who use their pages well and that is him so i am choosing him for the nice list i just followed him and the first pinned tweet was this video. I've seen this video before. This guy was, you know, saying not all Mexicans are rapists. Not all Muslims are terrorists. And mm-hmm. he was yelling it at a Trump rally and he was kicked out from it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's that guy. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah, he's getting a file, follow. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And he's beautiful. His whole family is beautiful. They are good Lord. some of the most good looking people I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would agree so- with that. Absolutely. So, nice list. 
Mm-hmm. Let's add Stacey Abrams. Yes. Stacey Absolutely. Abrams, girl. I just bought her book. Mm. Yes. Um, I bought it off bookshop.org. You have to forgive me. I didn't know she had this book out. I also didn't know that she wrote like romances. So like I learned so much about her. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so I'm going to have to, like, really get into my Stacey Abrams bag and, like, invest in some of her writings and, like, start reading it. But this one was a nonfiction text. So this one is called Lead from the Outside, How to Build Your Future and Make Real Change. So I've ordered that. But I was so impressed and just like in awe of how she single-handedly well not single-handedly obviously she had a team of people she was working with mm-hmm. but she was a single-handed catalyst to help get 800,000 people in Georgia registered to vote and i just like mm-hmm. that's an impact that's something meaningful and she truly affected her community for good and for me that's the type of person that I want to see on the screen. That's the type of person that I want to emulate. And that's the type of people that I wish we would talk more about and that they do, you know? Yeah. I really do feel like she's not getting as much coverage as she deserves. Agreed. She really deserves more. Agreed. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Well, my final item for the nice list for myself is I have to just give a head nod to whiskey and I'll say herbal refreshment. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, for me, gin and tequila and wine and my herbal refreshment is more in the CBD level. And it, that has, it, listen, I'm, I'm converted. Like CBD is, <laughs> it's, I'm never going back. And I think about the years, like I didn't, I didn't do it in high school and I think I tried it in high school and obviously I did it wrong and I just didn't like it. And I didn't try it again. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it in college. I just didn't. And I, and I had great friends who didn't pressure me. So I just didn't. But this year, man, <laughs> it's so fucked. I was like, I need some fucking weed. Mm-hmm. And it's been a blessing to my life. It really has. I've been able to just relax, sleep, you know, mm-hmm. people stressing me out at work. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I don't care because I'm going to unwind this evening. I'm going to forget all about it. I'm watch Bob's yeah. Burgers and, and get my life. Be Bob's fancy. Burgers is on the nice list. <laughs> Bob's no. Burgers is on the nice list. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm right there with you because I, um, the THC itself, I, I usually avoid because it makes me a bit more paranoid. But when it comes to relaxing well, like- and kind of getting an edge off of stress or anxiety, that CBD. And it doesn't, like, kick me in the ass and make me go to sleep. And I just have, like, a brownie or whatever little snack. And I'm just like, all right, now I'm a little less on edge. I'm a little less cranky. A little less... You notice how your body helps relax. Yes. No, I'm... That's absolutely on the nice list. So, should we move ahead to our newer segment, Am I the Asshole? Yes, let's offer some solicited advice to these Redditors on whether or not they are the asshole. Mm-hmm. All right, so the one we have today, um, it's titled, Am I the asshole? My husband wants to Skype with his family all day on Christmas. I don't want to. And the post goes, so my brother-in-law, husband's younger brother, has had a challenging couple of years and is looking to spend time with his fa- with family this Christmas. The original plan from months ago was got brother-in-law and sister-in-law to spend Christmas at our place, which obviously didn't work out because of COVID. I think it's supposed to say get was to get. Yeah, and she wrote got, and I just read it the way she typed it. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Just to clarify, that was what she typed. (laughs) Okay. Uh, She continues, my husband is pretty upset, mainly because his brother had been fighting depression, etc. But I mean, shrug emoji. There's not a whole lot I can do about it. I didn't start the pandemic. (laughs) I mean, I agree. So last night, my husband made another suggestion. His brother and his brother's wife want to Skype with us all day on Christmas. 
Meaning husband would set up his iPad and prop it on a counter and just let his brother and wife watch us all day like animals in a zoo or something. It's completely insane and would be awkward beyond belief, not to mention kind of a creepy idea. I talked to our three kids about this last night and they completely agree with me. LOL. My youngest son actually called it creepy, which I find hilarious. He's definitely my child. His brother and sister agree. The problem is my husband is just not letting go of this idea. Now he's suggesting suggesting that we Skype while we open gifts and then again during the part of the dinner. And again, just no, it's tacky and weird. I don't want my children learning that they have no right to privacy and that people can just feel free to observe them all day and make it uncomfortable for everyone else. At this point, it's basically six against one or six against three, I guess. Yes, yeah, six against three. If your kids are against it, like then that, that counts. If you count my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, six of us hate this idea. Majority rules, right? Oh, yeah. No, six. Yeah. All right. How do I explain this to my husband so he will understand? I'm running out of time. Am I the asshole here? There is an edit. For everyone who thinks I hate my brother-in-law, I finally spoke to him about the situation instead of going through my husband and brother-in-law totally understands where I'm coming from now. I bet so, because I bet whatever version her husband's telling his brother is is always going to be, like, geared towards she's being unreasonable. Yeah, possibly. So, okay. I don't... No, she's not the asshole for not wanting to Skype literally all day. Yeah, I know. That's a bit... Like, I mean, I get it. It's like, if it's just off on the counter, then it's like, I'm just going to walk away to the other room so I'm not in view. But it's also like we don't need to waste that data or internet or battery time. Like it's just we don't need to do that. I I, I don't. She's not the asshole for that. No, but I would agree that she is not the asshole in yeah. this situation. No. Now the whole thing, the other the new suggestion, um, propping it up to like watch unwrapped gifts together and then a part of the dinner if that is instead of all day i don't see a problem with that because opening up gifts together and all over skype like that that's fine i think that's actually a cute idea you're you're doing what you can with the situation right dinner dinner's a bit awkward because you're like all right well i'm I'm gonna eat now so i'm gonna hang up um, at the beginning of dinner, because maybe certain families have traditions, like they say they say a word, they pray together. But then when you go to eat, okay, we're we're gonna hang out because I'm not gonna let you. This isn't a mukbang video, like <laughs> this, I'm gonna eat my dinner. <laughs> so I, say, I, I didn't hear the asshole, but because we don't know whether or not like the gifts that they're opening are like from the brother and sister in law, or they're just literally watching them just open gifts i feel like if they're just watching them open gifts that's still weird and uncomfortable and unnecessary i feel like the best compromise to this is that they have a scheduled time to skype let's skype at eight o'clock you can say hey to the kids before they go to bed and then we'll have some drinks and talk and laugh and then that's it merry christmas yeah and to Let's see, looking at her brother-in-law, if she, if he is kind of going through a lot and has depression, I think having this interaction would be beneficial for him and yeah. maybe his wife as well. Yes. So having, if it would be helpful to have a bit more of an interaction on Skype, like a little bit more often during the day, just specifically that day, not all day, but it's like, let's do, let's do prisons together and then we'll hang up, go do our own thing. And then maybe later on before dinner or for before lunch, we'll get back on and say hi or say goodnight to each other. Like, I could see that. That's fine. I don't think that's unreasonable to ask for. However, all day is a bit much. Well, and then my question is, what about the sister-in-law's family? Are there not family members on that side you can talk to? Or maybe she doesn't care. That could be true, too. <laughs> or, like, are the parents not around? Can you talk? Like... Are there not other people that you can talk to so that you have talked to people all day, but I have only talked to you from yeah. like eight to 10 when we had our little drinks and game nights. Yeah. I'm curious about that too. Cause I mean, maybe they have, you know, maybe her husband and his brother have a really nice relationship together and that's awesome. But maybe also what if, uh, I don't know, maybe they don't have like the greatest family dynamic and 
it's a bit toxic. So they're like, yeah, we're not in a good place with our mom and dad, or maybe his brother-in-law's wife maybe is in a good place with theirs. So I, maybe that's the case, but I'm making absolute assumptions right now. Well, I will tell you from just kind of taking a little browse through the comments. That's what I, I just started <laughs> doing that too. Do not agree with us. Most people think that she's the asshole. I oh. disagree. See, I don't think you're the asshole to say no to an all-day session. But if she continues to say no to any and every suggestion, then yes, you are. I don't think it's unreasonable to ask for present opening and maybe one other session. But yeah. Oh, here's, oh, right here. Here's a comment that says, info, uh, why can't you compromise and do this? Quote, unquote, now he's suggesting that we Skype while we open gifts and then again during part of the dinner like yeah if if that's the compromise and you're still saying no now you've turned into the asshole i don't know i'm not maybe i'm not sure i feel like i don't i if i'm in this situation i am not trying to get on skype multiple times i like a schedule and i like and i don't feel like we got to hop on and hop off Mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, let's get on for presents. Cool. Um, dinner. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm taking back what I'm saying. Because if presents is in the morning and maybe we got on again in the evening, dinner feels weird to me. It does. Yeah. So, okay. I don't wholly disagree, but I still don't think that she's the asshole. Mm. I, I stand by all day Skype. And if, you know, I will say like reading the first two paragraphs I was like no you're not the asshole you're fine but then reading further it's like well and and kind of like the more I look into this it's like well now if that is a compromise and it's just maybe presents maybe dinner you're still kind of being contemptuous about this and being like ugh. and I even talked to our kids and even they think it's really creepy like Mitch it, you probably did lead them on with leading questions like don't you guys think this will be really weird yeah. yeah, mommy, that's super creepy. Yeah. I uh, and if that's the case, you are the asshole. Um, but originally, no, not the asshole. If it's I, if it's stopped there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a mix. Well, yeah, I like how we just were like, no, you're not the asshole. And now I'm like, uh, no, you kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, that's our vote, folks. Uh, feel free to <laughs> hop on Reddit and get on this thread um give your feedback on whether or not you think she's the asshole i'm going to respond no even though i'm probably going to get eaten up in the comments but whatever (laughs) i don't don't think she is how do you feel about moving to the inspo spot i feel like that's a good idea Okay, so my inspo spot for today (laughs) is so annoying, but I have just lately been so obsessed with my dog. I don't know what it is. I bought her this new coat because it's cold. She's so cute. She's so fucking cute in this coat. I cannot get enough of it. It's so adorable. It's so so cute. So I'm just going to say, like, my inspo spot is... Lila and I'm gonna just post some pictures of Lila for you guys on our Instagram um, maybe even on our Twitter so that you can just also be inspired by how stinking freaking cute she is I'll give you her Instagram handle you can follow her and see all of her cute adventures but my god like I cannot even stand how cute she has been to me Um, it's uplifted my spirits having her for sure no, I second that. She's so cute. She's so just, just, she's iconic mm-hmm. wearing her little coat. She is. She is. Um, for myself, the only Insta spot I really can think of after just a bombardment of meetings all week and being tired is we're almost there. If you are about to embark on PTO like I am, take advantage of it and relax. If you're not, you know what? Relax. Just just take some time, de-stress, take a bubble bath, 
Do whatever you can to relax. That's that. Honestly, that's my intimate spot. If you want to lounge around all day, do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm about to do that. Amen. Me too, sis. Mm. Okay, everyone. Thank you for joining FaceTime Chats. If you like our show and you want to know more, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at FaceTime Chats Pod. Please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And remember, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So speak often and speak loudly. And keep learning, keep growing, keep being better. See you next time. Bye. Bye.